0: Hello, everyone. I'm Tracy Cox. Welcome to Legalese. This week in the US, in the wake of the death of George Floyd, it's a painful, raw, and scary time. It's hard, emotional, and discouraging. But can we grow and change as a result of this? If you're wondering, where to start with change, or just how to begin the conversation, this week's episode can offer wisdom and guidance. Because this week, my guest is David White. David is not only a minister, but also the owner of White Brothers Gym. David White, thank you for joining me today.
1: Yes, Tracy. I just want to say that I'm so uh, appreciative of you and just your willingness to deal with, uh, you know, what's going on. I just want to say to you, to your credit, that I, you know, I just think that you're a wonderful person. Like I, I know, I know you. I know your husband and your your son Jake, who I have spent several years working out with. So I just want you to know how special you are to me, and I'm so thankful that you, you and I will be. Uh, discussing this at this time so thank you
0: Well David thank you and we are very lucky to have you in our lives and I'm very lucky to have you talking with me today because I really am eager to hear what your thoughts or comments are about the state of the world as we sit here talking today
1: Yes and I'm very uh, and I'm very uh, thankful to be uh, you know discussing it and you know Tracy, if, if if you allow me just a few minutes uh you know I, I when i when i look at uh what's going on as far as you know our world and and the things that are happening and uh like say the at this time and space that we uh find ourselves in uh, one thing that i'll say is this week at the gym has been a very 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 interesting week now i use the word interesting because of um just being in the the personal training business and the word personal uh, really plays a huge role in my job. You know, I've I've I have people that I have trained for, you know, 10, 12 years. And some of those individuals I see, you know, anywhere from two to four times a week. And I will say that uh, this week uh, has been a very, very, interesting week. I've had a lot of conversations about uh, the way that people feel about the things that are going on and with the, with social media and everybody now having a platform, I think what we're dealing with is you have more, people are expressing their thoughts more and those thoughts are able to be, um, you know, put up to, to be seen and discussed and and people are more apt to voice their opinions about what they're feeling and how they're being uh, made to feel. But but I will say this: um, it it seems like that we're in a very very tense time. But but also I want to say this too, Tracy: that sometimes it takes us being uncomfortable before we will ever get comfortable. Now I state that that. Sometimes when things look really bad, there are great opportunities to be, um, there's gain things that can be gained through difficult times. So what I see in this more than anything, where, where some people might see the chaos and the difficulty, what I see on a broader scale is opportunity. Now, when I say opportunity, I think sometimes when people start having questions, Questions meaning, say, for example, with the uh, with the COVID-19 and things being disrupted as far as what we call normal and people having to put their lives on hold and things shut down, I actually see the benefit in that because for me, it actually gave me more time to spend time with God and to spend time with myself. So, you know, during that time, I was able to really, really gain some ground in just being quiet. And I think a lot of times we need opportunities to reflect on ourselves and who we are and our thoughts and actually how we see the world. You know, Tracy, when you look at the world and how fast it moves, sometimes if things don't slow us down, we'll never slow down. So I saw opportunity in in things slowing down but also, as as and I know that you know what happened with George Floyd and you know that that has really stirred things up, and it's got a lot of people questioning. a lot of people are uh, looking for opportunities to try to you know, to make changes and to do things better. But I will say this before we lead into what we'll talk about next. But like my thoughts as far as the things that are going on today is that like if we could begin this, I wanna say that right now in this time, I see more opportunity than I see with anything else. And and what I wanna state before we go forward is my thought right here right now today is I actually feel more hopeful than I ever have before. I actually have more hope in humanity right now than I've ever had before. And the reason why is because the questions that people are asking, the, the, the need for people to, I see that are questioning, like, how can I be better? What can I do to make the world better? And those questions are being asked because of the difficult things that are going on. So what I'm trying to say is I would like people to really start maybe having a paradigm shift in the mind, like having a different way to think And when you see a difficult situation, instead of seeing the difficulty, start seeing the opportunity. And as we go forward, we'll talk about uh, the opportunities that I see in what's going on right now.
0: That's very powerful, David. And that really does make sense. And you you mentioned a paradigm shift and how we can change the mm-hmm. future and make it better how how can we change the future and make it better david
1: well you know and i and and one of the things about and this is something that i that i would give you credit for which you as you and i were talking earlier you 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 were stressing how that you know we need to be able to band together instead of be driven apart now if I can, I will use a verse in the Bible. There's a verse in the Bible that says, "A house divided cannot stand." So, wh- what we got to look at is, as human beings, is we we've got to start looking at our. I- I'm going to use two words. I want to use the words accountability and responsibility. Okay, accountability and responsibility. Now, it is in accountability. And when I say accountability, like what what makes me uh, really, really um, want to do good toward my fellow man is the love and appreciation that I have for every human being. So and and Tracy, to be honest, the way I got that way is that I started trying to see the world the way God sees the world. Like when you when you look at what God says, you don't see God talk about color. You don't see God talk about race. Like when God looks at humanity, he looks at our souls. Like he looks at, you know, just the fact that we are human beings and God doesn't put human beings in categories. He doesn't look at human beings as being black, white, Hispanic, rich, poor, Democrat or Republican, those are categories that we come up with and that we use. And what happens is, is that whenever I can take my fellow man and put him or her in a box, whenever I can say, well, you live here and I live here, you're this color, I'm this color, you're this political affiliation, I'm this political affiliation. And if I do that, what that does Is that way I can relieve myself of my accountability and responsibility that I'm supposed to have towards you. Now, when I say accountability and responsibility, the foundation of that is going to be love. Okay, love and the true definition of love, Tracy, that is what is going to bind us together. Like when I say true definition of love, I'm going to explain it this way. Tracy, I haven't always been a minister and I've had times in my life to where I I, I actually was the opposite of what I'm supposed to be. And and when I say, if you want to know what changed me, what changed me was love and it was God's love. Now you say, well, David, what do you mean by that? Tracy, whenever I started really trying to give my life to God, the first thing that started happening is that when I started looking into God's word, the first thing that happened was God showed me my reflection. He showed me what I looked like in my lowest states. God showed me my inconsistencies. He showed me my failures. He showed me my shortcomings, but Tracy, what, what just blew me away Is that what I also understood is in my worst of times, God loves me unconditionally in my worst of times. And when I saw how much God loved me in my worst condition, it was that unconditional love that allowed me to rise up out of the situation that I was in, and it allowed me to motivate myself to want to be better. So when I recognized what God done for me and what he has done for me, that made me want to be accountable and responsible to my fellow man. And what I mean by that is that I understand that I owe my fellow man love. Now, Tracy, when I say love, I'm talking about love that is long-suffering, love that is patient, love that is kind, love that is understanding, which means what we need to be able to offer to our fellow man is even when somebody doesn't have the same opinion as me, even when somebody doesn't have the same political affiliation as me, even if somebody is a different color than me, if I can love a person through their differences, the way God loved me in the worst of times, if I can love my fellow man, even when they're not doing the way they should, it is that love is that will, that is what will motivate that person to change. And what I'm saying is, is that we will never overcome evil by returning evil for evil. If we are going to make a difference, we've got to be able to overcome evil with good.
0: Wow, David, you're talking about unconditional love. That's exactly
1: right. That's exactly right.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. And, and and what I'm hearing is just, you know, just taking care of each other, loving each other, supporting each other. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, taking care of each other, loving each other, supporting each other. And also having that having that responsibility toward one another. like like being being able to to recognize that I have faults myself, I have issues myself. i'm not I'm not perfect myself. but but also, Tracy, I think that when we really get down to it, I think that um we, we've got to also understand like what it truly takes to change. And, and, and when I say change, every day of my life, I'm trying to change something about me that helps me identify with God's character more. Now Now when I mention change, and, and, I, and if you don't mind, I would like to s- spend a few minutes like just talking about like say change as far as right now, there there may be a lot of people who are thinking after what they've seen, the thought may be, how can we change the future? How can we make it better? Like, how can we make the world that we live in better? And I know that so many people with, with with what they may post on social media and and the, the way that people are expressing themselves right now, they're thinking in their minds, okay, how can I change the world that I live in? What can I do to change? Now, I know that, like, say, people have been angry, like there's been protests and there's been many ways that people are looking at, okay, how can we truly make a difference? But, but, but Tracy, if you don't mind, like what I'd what I like to talk about for the next few minutes is I want everybody that really has a desire to change, I want you to walk over to the nearest mirror and I want you to look in that mirror And I want you to look at the reflection staring back at you. And I want you to say to yourself that if I want the world to change, that person that I'm looking at in the mirror, the change has to start there first. And Tracy, it's when we as individuals start recognizing that if I want to make the world a better place, then I need to become myself what I want the world to be, which means if I want people to be loving, if I want people to be kind, if I want people to be forgiving, if I want people to be patient, if I want people to be understanding, then I need to model in front of people what they need to be. That is where I think we are missing it is we are missing it because we've got to embrace the power of example. Tracy, there is no greater movement than when you live and practice what people need to see, and that is what will change the world. But I think we as individuals have to embrace that change first starts with us. And if I'm willing to change That I can motivate somebody else to change. But I think a lot of times what happens is why we get at this impasse with, with, with our fellow man is because I'm not willing to change. And then when I meet somebody that's different from me, we have a conflict because people are not willing to change. We can't change the future unless we are first willing to
0: change ourselves. That resonates with me, David, because I I think of the the saying, "Be the change that you want to see."
1: Mm hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well,
0: let me ask you this, David you, you're a you're a businessman, you're a gym owner, you're a trainer, but you're also a minister. Mm hmm. And I I wonder what guidance you can give us right now. As a minister,
1: well, you know, and I and I tell you too, and I and and that's something that uh, you know these last, you know, like say six weeks, you know, my my um, you know, being a minister, like my 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 attitude has really, really been um, it's it's and when I say it's been different, I, I've I've really tried to adjust my. Uh, my preaching to deal with, like, say, kind of where we are in the world as far as what's going on. So, like, I'm glad you actually asked me that question. And, and, And the greatest guidance I could give at this time from a minister's perspective is that, first and foremost, we've got to allow God to be the standard of our lives. And, and, and I know people might say, well, well, that sounds simple. Well, what I mean by that is that we've got to start looking deeper than on the surface. Like we, 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 when, we when we look at these issues and when we look at the things that are going on, like we, we've got to understand that, that change is something that takes time. And one thing about God is that God is so patient and so kind to us all. And God wants us all to be able to be the best that we can be for him so that we can also be the best for others. But, but in that, we've got to be willing to let God be the God. And Tracy, I will tell you that the reason why I have understanding for my fellow man is because of my relationship with God. So in, in inside of that relationship, like one thing that I embrace about God more than anything is that the consistency of the love of God that embraces me every single day. That love that I get from God, that is where I get my motivation to be able to go out into the world and be an example for my fellow man. And the reason why I express us really, really letting God take control of our lives is because what God provides for us is what we need to provide for others. And it is in God's attitude and in God's way that that's what makes us really, really, really want to be patient and self-sacrificial because I think I think something that gets missed is that when when people have issues and when people make mistakes, when people are maybe not in a good place like I was at one time, I think what happens is that we 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 allow that to cause us to not want to you know, be around certain people, to approach certain people. But when you look at the example of Jesus, Jesus always approached those that others didn't want to didn't want to approach. And I think what happens is that we 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 let our humanness or our humanity it, we it allows us to build up so many walls. And, and Tracy, what the reason why I say about God is that what God first started to do in my life is that all these walls that I had built up, God started bringing those walls down. And when he started bringing those walls down, I was able to embrace and love my fellow man better. And that's what the world needs. The world needs love because what love does is it heals. And Tracy, our nation needs healing. And it's only the love of God that will give us the healing that we need. But like I said, and I want to state this before we go, all I see right now is opportunity. I I don't see the negative. I see the positive. Because now... I am more motivated than ever to want to change the world that I live in. So therefore, as things get the way they are, that gives us an opportunity to really, really, really want to get down to business. And let's get motivated and go out and make the changes. But I will say this from the minister's perspective. If God is for us, then nobody else can be against us. And if we follow and respect God, we will respect our fellow man and we will begin to heal this nation because that's what we need. And God is in the healing business and we can make a difference if we are willing to make the difference.
0: David White is a personal trainer at White Brothers Training at 1200 Mountain Creek Road, Suite 301, here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He's a minister at Taft Highway Church of Christ. If you'd like to reach out to David, his email is w y k e l a n a seven five five seven at gmail Thank you for joining us for this conversation this week, everyone. I hope you'll tune in again next week here on Legal mm.